Good evening, citizens. My name is Ban Shattersong, captain of the Bloody Hand Mercenary Company. And today is actually going to be a little bit of an OC episode. I'm actually joined by one of my friends, uh, Ira, a uh, unconquered of Highguard. And Ira is what you would call a solo LARPer, a person who has gone to the field of Anvil, played the game by themselves. Uh, you know, still come with friends, but their character has operated independently. And this episode is going to be all about Ira's experiences, um, you know, what was good, what was bad, um, what it's like being at Anvil for the first time ever. So, uh, Ira, do you want to tell us a little bit more, you know, about yourself, IC, OC, if you'd like, and also your um, your character? All right, hi guys, uh, Ira here, um, or uh, I guess OC known as Ty. Uh, the character I went very edgy rogue, sort of viewed it as a more of like a D and D two point kind of vibe, and always play rogue in D and D. So yeah, it was in like full black armor. Uh, a hood, uh, a mask, um, but yeah, I mean the festival was crazy. Plenty of plenty of highs, plenty of lows. Probably more lows than highs because I think that was a huge amount of mistakes I made the first time I went. But um, yeah, rallying to you was fun though, and seeing your camp was one of the highs. Oh, nice! Oh, good chip. And for yeah, a little bit of background for uh, other listeners, so Ty and I ran into each other after maybe like sort of you know the pandemic not really seeing each other in a few years beforehand kind of going separate ways with universities and jobs and stuff so we actually ran into each other in moorish uh in the queue for food which was uh, a wonderful surprise and and this time i've lost my hair since the last time you saw me so i had to uh <laughs> had to point at my face <laughs> and just point at my head and like look at the face <laughs> ignore the hair and you were like oh was, shit um, somewhat of those like start from spider-man moment where they're sort of both pointing at each other being like, hey you yeah, um, exactly. That, that, was, that was quite fun. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen each other since back when I lived in London. So long time ago. Yeah, so it's a hence this, I guess, this episode today. And uh, yeah, a lovely surprise. So um, you, you said you had a, a few lows overall uh, compared to highs. Do you want to, I guess, jump into the high level of those before we sort of go through the typically what I do with others is we'll go like, what was your Friday vibe, your Saturday vibe, your Sunday vibe, and then overall. But then how about we reverse it so we kind of know what the, I guess, the, the layout of the land would be. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah, I mean, I just found I struggled to find the roleplay. I didn't have any idea, really, what Empire was going to be like when going in. I had some sort of premise from what I'd read or what I'd seen. But getting there and experiencing it was a totally different shock. Um, the sort of views that I'd be able to do the battles and skirmishes all the time and then do roleplay as a secondary but that did not go as the plan <laughs> um and just ended up bouncing off quite a few things um i think everyone being back after two years all the groups were kind of set in doing their group stuff that they'd been planning for two years so there wasn't a lot of space or time for new players to interact with them so i did find myself with a couple of other uh new larpers new and high guard for the first time and it was awesome it was really fun but um when trying to get involved in and was that within Highguard or throughout the field? Yeah, within Highguard. I spent I spent too much time in my nation's area. I look I look back on it and I think, yeah, I, I shouldn't have just been doing circuits around the Highguard camp hoping someone would come and speak to me or finding, you know, a chance to interact with people. Um I some of the best moments I had was when I went into the other nations 
cases um, and some really nice action uh, reactions from uh, uh, one of our captain, skirmish captain, that was really cool. And that was just simply me going up with another high guard to go and ask if they were spacing their skirmish for two archers, um, which you'll find out quite a lot of the time there is. <laughs> archers, are, archers are very much wanted, which is cool. So it's nice to be, uh, yeah. Nice, nice, nice to be wanted. Yeah. But that's uh, so which um which nations did you go to? So you sort of you stayed in High Guard and I'm not a High Guard player. Um I've you know, played Empire for like a few years but still haven't played in High Guard. From what I understand is that the chapters can be, you know, a little bit secular and then it's part of the, I guess part of the role play, they're all very very focused on their individual tasks. But also I think you're you know, you're dead on there is there's been a two year gap for all the veteran players. And they have had two years to plan, scheme, plot, and do other nefarious things. And like you said, there were there's only so many hours in a weekend, and they were just driving straight for that. And what I think will happen is now we've had first contact again. Once we get to E2 and onwards, groups will be a little bit more open, all their plans have failed, and all the plot will start to, uh, let's call it bud, flourish. And that'll be a perfect point for new players like yourself to get in a, get involved. Yeah, definitely. I thought when when I thought it, I was like, oh, okay, so it's a three, four day event. There's gonna be plenty of time to do everything. But you really only only get stuff done on Saturday. <laughs> is what I quickly found out is that everyone was just sprinting around trying to do their stuff on Saturday because um, Friday is very much just icy drinking, from what I can see. Yep. <laughs> yep. Everyone getting absolutely trashed icy. Saturday, you've got the battle in the morning, and then you've got obviously all the time to do roleplay. So Saturday's your biggest day. So, um, but that was a day that I did the battle and then kind of did some skirmishes, and then it was very much a wild. But yeah, so what other nations did I visit? I I spent a little bit of time in Wintermark. That was only OC though. I spent I, was, I went and looked around all the camps and stuff and got invited to spend a bit of time on a quiet Hamilton group. Oh, nice. And that was nice. But I think they're quite there because they're such a big nation. It feels quite insular. So it's similar to London. You know, like London's huge, but it feels quite lonely. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's uh, with um, Winterbuck, they are a huge nation. And uh, I'm not sure how accurate this is, but I've heard in the grapevine that Wintermark alone is the third largest LARP in the UK. That's mental. Yeah. But you, you can see that, right? Because you go into the field with Wintermark. Um, and Dawn in it and Wintermark is just everything to the right and as far as the eye can see almost um, yeah. and they get, they, they're get they actually a bit in the forest now as well yeah they started to encroach on our territory uh, yeah. I think this is almost <laughs> deliberate by PD cause a little bit of well maybe not yeah, intonation friction but there's certainly some Navari factions who view the forest <laughs> as ours and it is not for the uh, for the three people one nation's yeah, I mean, I nearly stumbled into the Imperialist camp in character, and that that was a that was an intimidating moment. Oh yes, did did <laughs> anyone warn you about the uh, the cultural specifics of going into their camp? Yeah, I mean, I got I got kind of well, less of a warning and more of like an off off topic like drinking discussion that just happened on the Thursday night. Um, someone's like, oh, by the way, don't go in there if you're looking for a weapon, and then just kind of left. And I was like, what? What, what do you mean, don't go in there? Is anyone going to tell me any more than that? So the whole time I was just terrified of going to this Imperial Orc camp. Um, and because the entrance to the Imperial Orc camp is right next to the entrance to the Navarre, um, there were a couple of times I was just like, nope, nope, and I nearly walked straight into the camp. Um, 
They go, yeah, the, the OCD orc players are often actually some of the nicest and I don't want to use the word best, but they are very dedicated to their roleplay because they wear the masks all weekend and the heavy costume and the makeup. It's it's a lot of OC effort, to, but the result is a fantastic IC effect. But yeah, they they really don't like it when you go into their camp either alone or unarmed. I think the alone part is uh, if you haven't got someone with you, you're up to no good. And if you haven't got a weapon, you're insulting them that you're essentially saying is I don't need a weapon to defend myself here because you're all crap. Yeah. Which is a yeah. That's that's, that's sort of why I eventually did get explained to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it it does have a fantastic IC effect, and they are they like I I looked around their camp a little bit um before before time in, and their camp was incredible. It was really really cool, um, and, and all the effort that goes into the York is just. Yes. It, yeah, it does lead to awesome effect, especially on the battlefield. We've got like a row of a hundred organs in front of people. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, um, I won't get ahead of myself before we start talking about the battles. Um, should we go for like a day by day breakdown almost? I think I feel like Friday might be a little bit brief. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, I mean, Thursday night was actually one of the one of my favorite nights there. Um, I just got absolutely trashed on mead, and I've never had mead before, I didn't realise how much I liked mead, and now I'm buying like four bottles of mead to take with me to the Empire, it was yep. so good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was good, like getting there early, getting everything set up, was, was I'm 100% coming on Thursday every single day now, like it's just, it makes makes life so much easier, and you get that, you get to have a little bit of drinks and chill time and meet a bunch of other new people, um, two of the people that I interacted with most, and probably two of the um, favorite camp like Nirox, and I met them just drinking on the Thursday night, and I'm so glad I did because I had so many interactions with those guys during the week. Mm. Uh, they were really, really cool, and we're planning like lots of stuff from off to them. So yeah, I made a couple of friends. Um, Fantastic. <laughs> we just met outside the loos, which is such a typical <laughs> British drunken way of meeting. You're, you know, you're your best mate on a night out um i can't remember what, i was looking for someone i was looking for the person i came with uh no no looking for someone that was camped next to us um he said that he was going to this thing in Wintermark later and i was like oh i'll come along and i can find you and so drunk me was like let's go find him um not realizing that stumbling around in the dark um barely able to keep on my two feet trying to find Al. Was, um, was somewhat commissioned. So I just started asking people, um, do you know where Al is? Which is somewhat of an open-ended <laughs> open-ended question. Um, and then these, I asked these two guys, and they were like, we don't, but we'll help you find him. So we ended up getting, there's three of us, and then the more people we asked at different campfires, more people would come and help us. So I think eventually we had like 14, 15 people trying to find Al, and we were just walking <laughs> around, drinking, going to different campfires. It was so much fun. And then we found out. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> we did find out. And he was perfectly content where he was, just around a Wintermark fire. And we were like, all right, stage two of the quest. Uh, let's go find Mimi, which is the other person I came with. Um, <laughs> so then we, just, then we were like, what? And I was like, yeah, the quest is leveled up. We need to keep going to this experience points. Um, but yeah, it was great fun. Uh, so Thursday night, yeah, it was good. But um, yeah, obviously there was all OC interactions. But definitely planned from that. Started planning with some people 
some eyes and interactions and stuff like that and people you want to go and speak to later and which was nice and it gave me a lot more direction on what I want absolutely yeah it's when you uh you know, even though you don't know them I see I feel like uh we rep yeah we locked eyes maybe once or twice across the weekend and when you know somebody it's it's that just a little bit you give them a little smile you wave and then your characters start talking even though you don't know each other it's it's still a soft a soft icebreaker having met OC and then you can get involved in their you know, their game and their plot or, or vice versa you might just be happen to looking happen to be looking for someone to help you out with something and it's surprise I don't know if you found this on your weekend it's surprising how often when you're looking for somebody you start looking you find them within five minutes sometimes you always just and it's always quite lucky like you just happen to be walking the opposite way in a path or you talk to someone who's just seen them that kind of thing it's uh it's uncanny sometimes but maybe See, i'm just I lucky the <laughs> oh, i couldn't find anyone whenever i wanted to find them they weren't there <laughs> and so you spend such a huge amount of time walking around trying to find people um it probably took up a good chunk of my day just trying to find a couple of people. Yeah, just walking around. And they just vanished off the face of the earth. Yeah. Turns out I was trying to find someone that had died, so that was that was that was tricky. Because mm -hmm. then when I did find them, they were like, "Who the hell are you?" Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> sake. Like, um, so that was quite. It was it was amusing, but it was so slightly frustrating. Um, but yeah, so my Friday, that was just I didn't get I didn't do much drinking on the Friday. Uh huh. Bit sore still from the Thursday, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah same. Bit. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened on Friday. <laughs> Friday is, um, I think they had some skirmishes Friday night. Yes, there was. Yeah, there was a Navarre one at eight o'clock, and I think there was another couple either side of it, like a seven thirty yeah. and a and an eight thirty. Ah, uh, yes, Friday they had. Oh, Friday was all the new player stuff, wasn't it? So we had new player briefing, which was awesome. Um, Credits to Hefty Yeti for giving the new players a bunch of free shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was great. Um, and met met some pretty cool people there. One one of the highlights was uh, when when they're doing the new player briefing. The guy the guy was saying, "Oh, welcome to Lark, the you know most expensive mistake you've ever made, unless you happen to have the hobbies of horse riding or scuba diving." And I just loudly went, "Fuck!" Because <laughs> I also scuba dive. And, yeah, that is not cheap. <laughs> so that was that was somewhat yeah somewhat worrying uh, but he was right i spent an extortion amount of money on lark over the past half month which is crazy but yeah friday friday was friday was mostly new player stuff i, I was really fretting over my phone not passing a weapons check because mm. it had never been through a weapons check before i have a 30 pound sitting on the horse guard um, yeah, did you did you um kind of pick that up on the whim of like, hey, I want a lark bow, or did you look into like the rules at Empire and like how to be an archer first? Because it's quite a, it's quite an undertaking being an archer in your first playthrough, especially when you you know haven't played an event before. Yeah, I mean, when I was designing the character, I think I <laughs> I, I laid it off my Skyrim sort of playstyle quite a lot in that. I go Dark Brotherhood, I wear a lot of black armor, I use sneak attack with a bow and just watch people fall, you know. Rag just ragdoll, yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, because, like, the sneak attack, like, 16 times damage pops up and lugs me. <laughs> so, and I've, I have, I got into archery, what did I get into? I, I started when I was about 11, so I've been doing it a while, 
uh, but not very seriously, and then just kind of drifted out of it and sort of actually blood and stuff like that for Rich Ember. So I did it for about three, four years in Rich Ember. And then one of my old friends was an archery instructor, so I did it. I started doing it over lockdown, just as something. Um, but then we both got very interested in doing LARP, and both interested in doing Empire. So when I did go and buy my first bow for, you know, like a decade, I said I'm going to get one within the Empire regulations and that this and that. So gotcha. when it comes to it, I'm, I'm dope as hell, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I got like an archery target in my back garden, uh, which I think is like a northern plumage by the rain if you want to put that next to it. But um, yeah, so I did very much go into LARP for, yeah, I'm going to be an archer for the boat specifically for LARP made sure it was under the poundage that they said um, got a very traditional bow no no sights no arrow rest nothing like that oh yeah so, gotta keep it classic uh, classic fantasy look yeah I mean I love my bow absolutely adore it it's so much fun to shoot and it works so well at LARP I had so much fun being an archer did you um, um so you, t- you said you got to go on the skirmish on or a skirmish on Friday right I went on two. Oh, nice. Uh, so, how did you find the bow on that? It was So we had a new player skirmish, which is they do like a new player free thing, and they introduce you to all the skirmish rules. And then they do, they split you into two teams, and then you battle each other, and they have like different scenarios. So the first one was we were in this big donut, right, like in the middle, and then all of the enemy force was around us, and they just kept compressing and compressing and compressing. I was like, I can't even shoot. I don't have enough space to draw my arms back. Uh-huh. So that, that was somewhat negative until two brave souls in front of me broke out, and I was like, now's my chance. So I jumped out of the donut um, and then drew my sword and just started cutting people down from the back because people thought I was just a part of their team because they didn't expect to get hit from behind. So that was great because I coup de grace like three or four people. Um, before I knew what an execute cord was, so I just started stabbing them while I was on the ground. They probably thought, oh, yeah, that's an execute without the word, good enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I was just like, and stab, and then, like, yeah, just effectively sprinted around the edge of the circle with a, with a blade and just started slashing people left and right from, from the back. So that was quite fun. Um, and then the second time we did it was like a, we were on the attack, and it was like a rolling retreat kind of thing. And it was mainly like a bit of an archer duel. And I quickly realized that archer duels are not the way forward. Like, archers should not be dueling, because you're just giving your enemy ammo to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, but that was, that was still really fun. So that was like an introduction to skirmish and how the rules work. And then I got, <laughs> in my head, I was like, I'm done. Uh, and I have skirmish. I'm the best skirmisher in the world. I'm going to go on all skirmishes. And I didn't really, so I went on the first skirmish. I think it was maybe like the second or third one of the night. I managed to get the first two. I think it was like four. Uh-huh. Um, and it was too dark for me to use my bow at that point. Yeah. So went out and we got. Oh, the days are kind of blurred as well because I went on. Oh, four they, it always does, man. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, I went on four skirmishes in total and. On every single skirmish, something dumb happened. I'm trying to remember which dumb thing happened on Friday. I mean, something dumb always happens. <laughs> That's what I'm personally salty about. I'll, I'll cover in another episode when I do my own. Like we, we typically call this like hots and knots. If you've seen that on Facebook at all, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, hots I and knots. Seen a couple of hots and knots. Yeah, yeah. I was going to post my own, but then I, I, I felt like oh, I'm 
most of the months were because of my own doing which were obviously yeah. extraordinary um no i think i went on two skirmishes on the friday because the first one yeah first one i could use my bow we ah i remember what happened we basically we had to push through this choke point so we got up to this choke point and we just couldn't push through the choke and then we had to get back um and our skirmish like we just had people dying on the floor and i was like what the fuck um i can't just leave these people mm. not realizing that if the gate closes while you're still on the field really bad stuff happens yep oh yes so, um then there were like two minutes till gate close and i was like what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> um, and then everyone just starts sprinting and i'm like trying to help this this wounded knight so i'm hobbling along with him um and then we get there and the rep is there and he's like jason like that and i'm like that's not good right it didn't sound good anyone else everyone looks terrified and i'm just sort of looking around with the obvious expression somewhat clueless and then because <laughs> i think you can just straight up die from what they call gate shock yeah no it's, yeah yeah uh, it's just whatever the ref decides to give you on the day yeah <laughs> so we there was about 20 of us so about half of the skirmish group missed the gate which is quite a lot yeah that, that is a decent chunk <laughs> So we basically got told as soon as we get back through the gate, we all drop to zero hits. Which, uh, so for those of you who haven't gone to like Empire before, when you get hit, you lose a hit. It's like hit points, right? So the more, and different armor gives you different ones. But when you're at zero hits, you're technically dying. So we went through the gate and yeah, we just all fucking fumbled down and started dying. And everyone like, just calls out for medics and shit everywhere. So that was pretty crazy. Yeah. It, uh, um, did you get dragged into the hospital and get some I really did, cool... I it's, did. It's it's so Which awesome. Where I saw my friend, because um, uh, the person I went with, they wanted to do a lot of hospital stuff. So I saw them, and I was like, "Oh, Mimi!" Like, obviously not in character, but all of you sort of met eyes. Ira, what the fuck happened? And I was like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> death, bad things." Um, yeah, got laid down. Had to do some role play, hmm. which I found found like doing the roleplay on a Friday, I found it really awkward to start with. It felt like really out of place. Imposter syndrome hit me hard. Um, when, when you say out of place, was it? Because this would have been your first organic, stranger-filled RP experience, right? Yeah, I mean, obviously you do a little bit. I, I do a lot of D&D, right? So there's a lot of RP in that. It's so different, so, so different. Um, I know some amazing RPs in D&D. And I think, yeah, when it comes to a lab, there's totally different kind of vibe. Yeah, um, you've got physical, you got someone physically in front of you. You're not just, yeah, you're not just playing that character. You are that character, right? So it's it was it was difficult. It felt it felt really weird. Um, only on the Friday though. After the Saturday and the Sunday, everything became way more organic. But just introducing myself and like, hello, I'm Ira. And I put on a slightly different tinge to my voice and just felt it felt like i was acting in a in a, in a play that i hadn't auditioned for <laughs> i had no right to be there kind of thing and it just felt very odd mm-hmm. it took a while to get over that yeah. but it sounds like you did the right thing was like saying hello i'm you know, this character and at that point you've got the ice broken and it kind of goes did you find it went pretty smoothly from there in the hospital or was it just a lot of yeah. screaming um no i well, <laughs> i didn't really want to like scream in anyone's face so i was more like man you're groaning on the ground that's Um, still good (laughs) (laughs) so that was yeah i mean as far as i'm concerned then it's it's like intentionally though rp just reacting off of that like i quickly sort of adapted to 
let other people do their thing and then kind of join in when, <laughs> when the moment arises. Ah, so, and they said this is going to hurt. Yeah, when he said this yeah. is going to hurt, I was like, all right, I can brain start searching for hurt leg noises um, <laughs> and then just yelled out one of those. <laughs> got, got the old soundboard going. Um, but yeah, that was an awesome experience. And then I just went straight back into it. They gave me like a bandage, wrapped me up, and I just went and joined me back at the queue for the next one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, because um, it was a lot of fun. But I didn't get to do a lot of shooting because, yeah, you're pushing through checkpoints or something machine ammo. Yeah. And also the skirmishes in general, um, like when I started, what, like four, five years ago now, mm. skirmishes used to be easy. The, uh, and the reason I'm reluctant to say that is they were relatively easy. They were still quite dangerous because on the main Saturday and Sunday battles, there's such a large amount of people and troops on the field that mm. if you go down, you're quite likely to be picked back up. Yeah. And any kind of sweeping advance or thundering retreat is done over... 30 meters instead of 300 like in a skirmish and in a skirmish you can't if you go down you can just be left behind and they might never come back because you've only got a 20 30 minute window um, and also on top of that this event some leave the lawn skirmishes my goodness they were tough you know we went in knowing exactly what we were facing people having you know made preparations got venoms for them and we just bounced like absolutely bounced so I can imagine with you know your your Friday skirmishes and the ones you got on afterwards, like not having your bow and resourcing to kind of your like, would you say secondary armament <laughs> must have been a bit uh, yes. bit challenging. We got slaughtered on it. I mean, spoiler alert: got slaughtered on every single skirmish I went on. So either yep. I'm just like some kind of bad luck moniker, or they are just as hard as you say. They so are very hard. One. Um, but yeah, second skirmish was actually where I, I had a bit of an OC injury. So, oh. Um, a brass coaster went down and rolled in the tree. And I was like, no, I'm going to save him. These are all heroic and shit. Um, and then I kind of got caught behind these lines. But I managed to, because I'm, I'm quite quick as a human being. Um, just long-legged, really. Yeah, got to go fast. Uh, just, yeah, uh, I, I effectively just got my zoomies on and went around the edge and started making back to my line. But I slipped because it was, it was twilight at this point, so you're not allowed to use your bow. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, the, the grass had gone a bit slippery, and I was just wearing these boots provided fuck all grip <laughs> <laughs> so i went down like a sack of shit um onto my onto my knee um and then like a couple of orcs just start running over and start hitting me on the ground with pole bars like fuck okay um like one like goes straight in my eye mm. um and i had you you won't know this because you're really caught up i had eye surgery last year oh wow okay and so i was really worried when i got this sort of jet of pain on that side of my face and i was like fuck um yeah so i put my hands up called for a ref um it turns out it just cracked the contact lens in my eye but that like sort of sharp jet of pain after you know a year after just major eye surgery was quite worrying <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i was okay uh went to the tent everyone was really great but oh good good big kudos to the medical team there they were awesome yeah they so, they're, they're surprisingly i think a lot of people get bruises and bumps because you know, it's it's battle, right? But um, one of our groups, Sophia, got a, had a broken ankle a few years ago. Uh, so you know, it was it was a backwards retreat through the forest. Put her leg in a like a tree, like one of the just by one of the stumps, and it just she fell it awkwardly on it, and it twisted. And then you know, her body weight covered in chainmail, just really unlucky kind of injury. 
but yeah, the, yeah. Me the medics are really good if you do get injured. But you, uh, I'm, I'm sorry you got injured, man. That that sucks. But um, the hopefully to to reassure you <laughs> for the next event, uh, injuries are surprisingly rare. I would say. Yeah, uh, beyond bumps and scratches. Really, yeah, I definitely overestimate the amount of purchase I have on ground. Um, I used to play like a lot of sports, so I was like, ah, I'm faster than all these guys. I can go quicker. Um, and then I realised I'm effectively wearing a pair of wellies, um, <laughs> so, <laughs> which are not are not exactly synonymous with running quick. So yeah, just went down from my bad knee. It was yeah, it was just a freak accident. But um, yeah, I mean the the system for man down works. You know, that's that's all I can say is that I've. I've didn't ever feel oh, I didn't sneeze. <laughs> oh dear. <coughs> uh, didn't ever feel like they didn't know what they were doing or felt unsafe at any point. So yeah, all I mean all the orcs who hit me were like really respectful. No one kept bashing me while I was like, ah help. <laughs> yeah. So Do you find yeah, as soon as you call that everyone's like, Oh my god, are you okay? Yeah, shit, yeah, they, they were yeah. like ref, ref and ref. Um yeah. Uh, so I think that was the only reason I survived that battle. Like my character could have just died on that night because that was a really dumb mistake to try and go behind your lines to try and get this one kept. But did um, you feel like a hero though? Like, did you? You said before <laughs> about you are that character, and it's a really good point because you can feel the adrenaline of that decision-making process and, and that decision-making process, and it all goes through your own brain in this, what feels like about ten seconds, but it's realistically about zero point five, and then you just bolt. <laughs> yeah, like, I felt. Felt pretty badass. Felt yeah. Kind of heroic. Yeah. It's a nice beat. You don't get to feel that most of the time in life. So, <laughs> um, so that was really cool. But yeah. Uh, so nearly died on the Friday. And then I think after that was a lot of bumbling around. Saying hello to a few people, but then kind of headed to bed fairly early ish. I think I drank a little bit, but I went to bed about. Maybe like midnight, but oh, the nights were bitterly cold. Oh, so, yeah, so yeah, cold. major not. They were really, they were particularly bad. Yeah, it was. I think I got caught off guard so much by how sunny England had been the past week. <laughs> yeah, the days were lovely. It was, it was what like eighteen degrees, sunny with a decent amount of cloud. It was perfect laughing weather, perfect. Yeah. But the but nights were fucking dreadful. God. Yeah, it was. That wind going straight across the field, just yeah. I mean, it needed the rain anyway, which is crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, so, kudos for going to bed, uh, you know, around at midnight on the uh, on the Friday because, you know, like we said before, Saturday is is the main day. It's you know, whether you're monstering or whether you're a hero, there's the whole afternoon and the evening as well, and there's a lot to get done. And if you get, you know, don't get me wrong, having a few tiddles is lovely, and it's nice to socialize with people. But if you get wrecked to the point you can't operate on Saturday, it you know it will give you a a less fun weekend. Yeah, I mean Friday yeah. you maybe get three four hours of roleplay before everyone's just drinking for three. I mean there's other people who drink for three, but yeah. Um, Saturday you've got what times of ten? Yeah, time at ten. One a.m. So yeah, you've got you've got over twelve hours of battle. So yeah. So much you can get done. Um, yeah, so I guess Saturday. Should we start on Saturday? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're, t we're high guard on the main battle on Saturday. Yes, so we were battling on Saturday. And I actually found some people on Friday who invited me to battle with them. Um, oh, lovely. Chat with, with some Kuris. Uh, I spent a bit of time around their fire on the Friday night. And they were nice. So um, joined them for the battle, which meant that we got like a special assignment, which was quite interesting. So that was quite fun. 
going forward. Right, can you uh, tell me the details, or are you uh, not at liberty to discuss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can, right? So I've met, I've met, you know, I mentioned earlier, I've met a couple of new players. Yeah. So I basically formed up with them. They were both unconquered. So unconquered is like the, the special military unit of the high guard, skirmishers, archers, that kind of stuff. Yeah, they're like heavy. Um, they're like heavy scout archers. The the photos on the wiki page look awesome. I don't know who the players are who do them, but they yeah, uh, they nail just, them. You just feel like Aragorn the whole time. It's it's badass. Mm. Um, it's great. <laughs> uh, you feel like you just want to hang out in the back of a tavern with a hood up, smoking a cigar with everyone calling you Strider. Great. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I think that's a bit too much class fantasy that doesn't have class. So yeah, met up with with these two guys, and then we joined the Sons of Kuros for the battle. And the objective on the battle was there was a ritual site, it was a light dig site, and we had to get this day mage to this dig site to see what was going on. And that was through this choke point, which we didn't realise at the time. So oh, our job was basically yeah. protect that day mage. So you were, were you monstering on the Saturday? No, we were, we were on the field as well, Navarre. Uh, uh, so you know where the choke point was, let's call it like the top of the field. And then yes. a bit further down it, there's that big wooded area. Um, our Navari unit was there just holding the flank of the choke point on our side. Just, uh, you know, just taking waves and waves of Jotun, which was, yeah, it, it was okay. Um, I, I went straight too far into it because I could run for hours. But uh, yeah, the we, at one point we did get cycled in to have a go at the choke point, And we turn up and we see, I mean, you, you might have seen the same, about four or five layers deep. Seven troopers wide, Jotun, shield, spears, heavy armor. And we just looked at our commander and just went, Neve, you're gonna, we're gonna die. Like, there was no way we could push through that. No way. Uh, did you get the same same greeting from the Jotun? Yeah, so we, we pushed ahead behind like, the main line and the field marshal yelled at us to go and help. We don't want to help. Um, but our main job was to keep this day mage alive. And do everything that we could to keep them alive. So a lot of it was just babysitting, but it had its own blessings in that I got to see the battle from this awesome perspective, like being able to just watch everything. Yeah. So we saw all of the all of the lines start forming, these regiments just um, forming up, big ass. I think we were with the dawn as well, so mm. like this huge dawnish block of heavy armored knights. Uh, troubadours singing and shouting as they went in, so it was really, really cool, really awesome atmosphere. And then it kind of all went to shit, really, <laughs> as we got to the gate, the, that little bridge bit. Yeah, the choke, the choke point. And just never, never pushed through. So we were just kind of sort of standing around. I was like, oh, I've got a shock here. There was a herald around there, um, I think. Or maybe that was, or maybe I'm getting this confused with the Saturday the fight was skirmish. Maybe there was someone I could have shot, but I wasn't able to get shot because it was just like four or five shields. Um, but yeah, there was just no no chance of it ever getting through that, and so we just sort of sort of stood out for that hour. Yeah, there wasn't really much to do on the Saturday battle. So the Saturday that oh, it was cool, but it was quite disappointing. Uh, yeah, I, I'd broadly agree. Yeah, it was. Um... We had we had the same issue. We just went after the, I think one party got through the gate, and the only reason we know that is because they threw their bodies back about half an hour later, <laughs> and we were like, oh my god, yikes, <laughs> these characters are fucked. And yeah, uh, yeah. 
yeah and then the rest of the time we sort we had some open field battle with the the Yotin trying to hit us in the rear and there was you know there were some good points where like you know we got some charges off and we got into some melee but yeah like the the battles of the last few years have usually been a lot more dynamic and I think and this is entirely unqualified that PD were just trying to keep it relatively calm for having yeah. so many new players because uh, there were a lot this event which is which is awesome because we I don't know if you have uh, we call it standing in the VAR where we have like a, a sort of a huge entire nation meeting and uh, just at the start and finish of every event and we, it, it's basically a chance to say what are the big things going on uh, essentially for quest givers to give out quests and also to introduce all the new players and we take all the new players step forward and about 130 people step forward it was absolutely nuts absolutely nuts did you crazy. yeah is there anything similar in high guard no i might come along and join the navarre one just uh <laughs> <laughs> just put a green glake on and stand in the background um that sounds great no we didn't have anything like that oh that's a shame but um quite unfriendly to new players i think high guard. interesting interesting yeah. i suppose if they haven't got that forum for showing new players off then you know, how do you know who's new right yeah it's difficult because yeah, as a, as a lean back kind of point, everyone in high guard, you're very everyone's in like secular in these groups. They're all and they're all just doing their own thing. It's so hard to get involved. Um, I managed to get involved with these two newbies, but even they had like friends in other nations and stuff like that. So when they went off and did their thing, I was like, ah, fuck, what do I do now? In hindsight, I probably should have gone off and joined them. But you know, oh yeah, uh, it's your first time. Totally new experience. There's always a. It's never going to go perfectly, unfortunately. But, yeah, um, yeah, 100%. But yeah. yeah, the battle on Saturday was, was fun, but largely left wanting more. Uh, yeah, good. And you know, in terms of wanting more, did you get on some skirmishes that afternoon and evening? I did. Yeah, hey, nice. Two on Saturday. Um, I didn't want to spend the whole day skirmishing. Because I quite happily could have. So, but Saturday, I did fight the Valorn. That went oh, really oh! How did you enjoy that? I didn't realize you were on a Valorn skirmish. What do you think yeah. of the, the Valorn? Oh God, they're just the, the way the crew play them is so good. They are creepy. They're scary. They scream. They are. It's the the masks and the outfits are pretty pretty spooky. They didn't have very much smoke this time, but what they usually do is yeah, because they the Valorn are plant zombies, but infest people and other creatures and i won't go further into those but there are some deep big dark woods and they have big dark monsters in them <laughs> that occasionally we run into um but the lawn essentially are supported by a gas cloud called the miasma it's kind of like what they breathe and if you're outside the miasma you'll you know you might occasionally encounter you know, some husks which are sort of humans a very yeah. slow, classic zombie, very, very non-threatening, but dangerous in large numbers. But once you go into the miasma, you get the bigger, the faster, and the harder, and the it scarier things. Ads, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And also, because the gas is all over the battlefield, A, you're venom, so if you go down, you've got 30 seconds until your character is dead dead, which is terrifyingly short period of time. And then on top of that, there's the actual... Like obscuring part of the battlefield too, where it will just it, these zombies can appear from the mist, and it is, oh, it's it's like a film. It's 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 terrifying, and I love them. They're so well done.
but um, we, you, you got on some of those skirmishes, which is which is awesome. Yeah, so we got this was the one where I went and spoke to them about to see if they had space. Yeah, and so because we'd basically been asked if we could join a skirmish at three p.m. on the Saturday by the high ground skirmish captain, we were like, yes. And then we get there, and they're like, oh, we 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 don't need um, we don't need archers. We were like, oh, oh okay, so. We get because they basically wanted to capture Franks for it, which is their heavy army. Yeah, uh, Frank is basically their equivalent. So we yeah, it was, a bit, it was a bit frustrating, like being booked on the skirmish or so we thought, and then just being sort of told <coughs> thirty minutes to an hour before, oh, by the way, we don't need you anymore. And you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. So we yeah, but then went over to Navarre, um, had that nice interaction with the skirmish captain there. He was like, yeah, we'd love to take you. I was like, oh, you're so friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that was awesome. So I ended up getting on that skirmish in the end. And yeah, we just got fucked so hard. Um, we walked in and I saw this kind of like fortification bit on our left flank. And I was like, oh, we could hold that section of the left flank really easily. So I went with one of, yeah, I went with two people that, um... oh, I didn't tell you about Saturday. One of my, one of my friends died. Totally just forgot this in the main battle. Oh no! The newbies that I was with, he just fucking died. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> and then we got to have like a funeral for him Saturday after the battle that just totally just came back to me. So that was awesome. He died in like this really dumb way, just overly silly, and just got stabbed to death. So we got to do this role play of like no, I shouldn't have left him there and all that kind of stuff. So oh, like, brilliant! And then we had this funeral, which I actually cried in, and I was like, ah, oh, the emotion. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was pretty fun. Then yeah, so then the skirmish. He came back with his new character, <laughs> and there was another one, and I, I effectively took control of this small unit, which was awesome. It was really, really good fun because it was kind of what I wanted my character to do. I wanted to be this sort of a military man, um, work his way up in the military game, and so I took control of this really small unit, just three of us. Uh -huh. that, that I was like, Maximus, go check out. Uh, take a Navari with you and one of the Navaris was like leave me I'll come with you <laughs> so um, these two went off checked it checked it was clear I, I basically didn't want like anyone sneaking up behind us from behind these walls and shit like that so we checked that and it was clear but then we got the call to come back I was like we need to hold this flank we can't just press down the middle into this forest we're going to get absolutely fucked um, so I don't know who they put in charge of that skirmish but they they, they just got almost everything for us yep. and then and had, they came down that left flank. And yep. I was like, well, yeah. So then they cut us off from getting back to the gate. Oof. With Etikats. Oof. They're, um, na they're nasty little shits, aren't they? They're nasty to deal with. God. And then we just ended up surrounded. Um, and then I have to give massive credit to the Seawolves from the League because they saved almost everyone's life in that battle, because they pushed through that back bit. Like, three or four of these halberdiers went in, hit some strike downs, knocked some dudes down, and cleared, like, this small opening for a, a trickle of us to get through. But I got my three guys through. I was like, go, go, go. Don't wait. Don't pick anyone up. Just get out that gate. Um, and so we did. We got out the gate. But so many people died. Did you feel real when you're fleeing from the enemy, just like when you're charging or attacking them, do you feel genuine fear? Like the genuine emotion you were talking about earlier? I I think it bled through a bit. 
it's definitely exhilarating i think at that point i was so set on keeping the two people with me alive i that i was i didn't really think about myself at all then my car i'd fully gone into my character's mindset of we've lost someone without a fourth day prior he's not going to lose someone again especially that dude's brother <laughs> role play his brother his yeah. identical twin brother yeah um <laughs> and so i didn't get the fear i was just like full on like watching everyone back um, and it was really 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 good fun i felt like i was actually useful in the whole battlefield like the skirmishes you feel one man can do so much more than the skirmishes yeah, you're you're a larger cog in a smaller machine, and exactly. just the, your individual impact can can be huge. And that's interesting around the sea walls, actually, because um, I uh, you might have heard from the intro. Uh, I run an IC Merc company, and the sea walls actually have a contract at the moment with Navarre to defend our healers in battles. So skirmishes and main battles, they'll go on and guard them. Now it's it, you know OC, it's awesome because they're a their uniforms match and it looks awesome, and b it's really professionally run. Although yeah. C, their captain did die this event. I think they might have died in that very skirmish. Uh, yeah, but yeah, we lost out half a number. Like generally, half a number didn't get to the red oh, Crikey! Damn, that must have been, yeah, because I I got on two of the Valorn ones, and it, this must have been the first of the maybe a clutch of three. The, yeah, it was the first time we fought the Valorn together, like a huge group. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. That that'll have been new. Like damn, ah, oh, shame I missed that. But um. Yeah, the, uh, the you know I see the sea walls defend our healers, and it's kind of like why we why we pay them a lot of money, and you know why can't we defend our own? So it it generates some really really interesting adversarial role play that uh, yeah. hopefully will pour over because I think the contract's up for renewal this coming season. Very interesting. Yeah, so uh, it'll be cool. But yeah, that's interesting to hear like a good after action report because from our salty side of the woods. And, you know, just being Navari Thorns in general, we're like, ah, oh, you know, we could do a better job. Nah, 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 nah. But it's nice to hear that they're earning their keep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they kicked some ass. I'm not gonna lie. Big credit to you. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, I mean, I think I had like a proper Aragorn moment, which was maybe one of my. It's only a, it's like a tiny little thing. It was one of my favorite things that happened. Uh, one of the guys I beat, Maximus. So as uh, he was fighting, I got to shout out Maximus, and like the you know when uh, Aragorn shouts Legolas, yeah, uh, it felt exactly like that, and he turned, and oh, it was so cool. Um, and I've just realised that anything with plus at the end is a really fun thing to shout. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I lost all of that kind of imposter syndrome stuff on the Saturday. It just went everything felt like way more natural. So that was really good. Nice. Do you feel like that was just, you know, you've done it more than once now, you've, you've broken the ice and you're sort of really sliding into uh, into your character? Yeah, definitely. I'd say it's akin to getting back, like getting in a new person's car, like driving a new car for the first time. Mm. Like it, feels, it feels a bit weird, you feel like you don't belong in it, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this is just driving, right? So it felt similar like that with luck. It was just, it felt a bit weird. It was a new thing, but then all of a sudden it was just like, oh, I'm just, I'm just out here. I'm just, you know being me with but not me it's a strange it's a strange sort of thing to explain i can't really explain it very well it's probably a really shit metaphor but um no i, I think oh, i think it's it's actually bang on that's, that's a really good way of describing it you uh it's it, especially if it's your first time of course it's going to feel weird it's something you haven't done before but because you're just being yourself with uh, a lick of fantasy paint on you it becomes surprisingly natural surprisingly uh quickly yeah i was just cool and me 
<laughs> yeah, I feel so much cooler at LARP than I do in real life. Like people talk to me about it, and I explain like, oh, you know, and I'll, you know, and I charge this line, or I poison this person's drink, and they're all looking at me like, what the hell is wrong with you? But in my head, I'm like, no, it was so cool. You just had to be there. It was, it was great. <laughs> yeah, you don't realize how cool everything sounds. Cool. I mean, it must be like how it must have felt to be a warrior, right? Like you feel like a, a hero. It's tales of old songs are sung about you and then you go back to your like office job and you're like you know last weekend i was fucking murdering orcs <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, yeah the uh the come down can be pretty wild where you know a stack yeah. of you know, what's the uh i guess the classic image of like a stack of files landing on your desk on monday morning and you're like ugh yeah. Literal days ago, I was in full plate armor, impaling orcs, drinking <laughs> ale, and you know, capering around uh, a fire late at night. It's a, it's a wonderful escape. It's a wonderful hobby. Yeah, yeah, it generally is. Um, the rest of the Saturday, though, that was one of my big downfalls. Big, big downs. Um, I'd been, I'd really struggled to get involved in high guard, and I just felt like no one had any time for me at all. Um, and so I was feeling a bit down that I just couldn't get engraved with a group or anything like that. Like, I, I'd read a lot about what to do as a new player, what to expect, tips and tricks and all of that stuff, and none of them helped because almost all of them were like, oh, go in, trying to find a chapter. It's a really good way to get your first event. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll try and find a chapter. And just no, no chapters wanted new people or, like, chapters weren't out looking for new people because I think recruitment was just really not on their mind this season then so just no one had any time for new players and then I, so I just spent so much time on my own I managed to find my way down to the hub where stuff just goes on like that all weekend like my partner goes on here yeah. had a look around just still just it was a bit overwhelming didn't really know what I was doing uh, but then found an IRL friend of mine um, found him IC and I just took him aside for a quick OC chat which may be a bit taboo but um, I just needed some advice on it because I was just on such a low at that point yeah like if you, if you tap someone and say hey look quick chat like, you, you, have, do you see anyone doing like the hat the whole lifting off their hat thing no, what's that? Oh, it's it's kind of like hard to gesture on a podcast, isn't it? But essentially, like you're you're taking off a hat, like a bowl, a hat, or a tricorn hat, and it, I'd say, would broadly mean like, hey, do you mind having an outer character? I'm taking off my character hat. Have an OC uh, chat. I see. Yeah, but also just whispering to somebody, say, hey, look, can we have a quick OC chat? Because yeah. you know, ninety nine point nine percent of people will not mind that in the slightest. Like, mm-hmm. it's you know it's it's usually for a good damn reason either you know you need some help or advice which people are happy to give like like in your case or um you're about to say something like i'm about to shoot up this whole place and are you a non-com <laughs> or something exciting <laughs> is about to happen <laughs> oh that sounds fun yeah maybe i'll do that in the future yeah um, but yeah so i spoke to him and basically just said that i was bouncing off of high guard couldn't get anywhere with the rp it just felt very wooden a bit abrasive from the outside everyone felt quite cold to me so he was like oh i know some nice guys in high guard we'll go we'll go walk up there like he's been playing for since empire's conception so, oh nice yeah he played like the previous system so he's been going long 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 um and so we walked up to high guard and then he found someone that he knew um and left me with them 
and then he was like oh yeah he, he seemed really nice and then i got into this tent with like 10 people from his chapter um and so the friend who had brought me up um oc name is no icy name no oc yeah oc that guy is a fluff get those confused <laughs> uh so his friend tim who does like a reenactment sword fighting and stuff like that but his character's been alive for like a really really long time so he's like a general in the league so obviously someone with that all of the other generals know yeah so i came into this tent um and then the person introducing me was like this this mutual you know recommended by general bernard and then the guy just started grilling me like in a really hostile manner he was like who the fuck are you how does how does general bernard know you all of this kind of stuff and i was just like no i'm done I'm, oh I, wow i never got that close to wanting to like full-on just leave like i was like i just want to get in my car and go home Damn. So that was a really shit moment. Really, really shit moment. Um, was this uh, were they? This was all like IC. I'm, I'm assuming. Yeah, this was all like in character, and I just, I was just like, I just, I just got myself out of the situation. I was like, I'm so sorry for bothering you, and just left. And then the dude who Tim had left me with came out and was like, wait, 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 wait. He's got to say, well, you just understand that's just, just a, you know, role play. And I've been like, yeah, but this is the issue I've been having. Like no one wants anyone of like me playing around. No one wants me anywhere. Um, and he was like, "No, come back in, come back in." I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna come back in. It's just, it's, it's, it's an embarrassing this bit. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go take some time out and see how I feel." Mm. Um, so I did. I went down to to God, spoke to them. They're having some really struggling as a new player. Um, maybe I can change up some stuff about my character. So make it a bit more interesting. Um. And then got like a tour around of all the skirmish team stuff. So like all of the, because they have their own dedicated skirmish team. So met a few of them. That was really cool. There was one guy there who I killed like three times in the whole skirmish. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, this arrow's yours. <laughs> so he was going to go hand on back into God. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> so that was really cool. Um, but I'm somewhat recognized now for, for shooting people a lot. So that, that was uh, that was quite a nice like confidence boost. A bit, a bit nice. Um, and yeah, I got to walk around with this this judge for a little bit. Um, yeah, I think he's been quite right. So I'm not really, I'm not sure. Oh, is it a magistrate if it's a judge? No, no. Sorry, I meant like a ref. The oh, ref, gotcha. Yeah. Ref stuff, but um, yeah. So walk around with his PD staff for a little bit, and he he found some people to introduce me with. But again, was like just chatting with them for a little bit. But it was still, it was just a bit of an eye guy chapter. It was just a lot of weird stuff. So I just sat around my fire for a little bit, and then just I went to bed super early. I was just cold. I was miserable. I'd had, I'd, the, you know, the fights were disappointing. The highlight was this lawn skirmish. We got our ass kicked on it. <laughs> um, I had that really poor role play experience with that other guy. Yeah. Um, the wind was bitter, so so bitter. So I actually slept in my car that night. <laughs> just got oh. into my car um, for the seats and just slept in my car. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't blame it. The, I mean, even inside the. Yeah, we 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 camp icy and we've got a like the four meter bell tent and yeah, I had like an air mattress, blankets, but I slept fully clothed, like in yeah, in my robes with a, with a hat on. It was yeah, really yeah. cold. It's it's honestly it's probably the coldest I've ever been at LARP. There was one other event a few years ago, uh, lovingly called the Mud Apocalypse, where it just <laughs> rained and okay. rained and rained and like you said, like I I know that feeling of you just want to get in your car and go home. It's the only yeah. time I felt like that as I'm having. I'm so fucked off that I'm just sick of this. Yeah. Yeah. And but, it's understandable, right? Like you, 
it's really, really good to crack out. You, you just think like, oh, I wish I could schedule this for a different weekend, kind of thing. Yeah, I'm sorry, mate. You didn't have a good experience with the league. With the um, with Highgarden, great experience with the league. <laughs> oh, sorry. Was it sorry? So you got introduced to a person who was a league general, but then it was a high guard. League general was awesome. He sent me to a high guard group that was that just dabbled on about art. So ah, uh, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Ah, yeah. uh. um, he sent me to another general because obviously, being a general, he knows the generals. So it was like, oh, I know this guy really nice. So uh, spoiler alert, it did not end well. <laughs> mm. But uh, you did the right thing, man. Like you know, going to PD and just saying, hey, look, you know, I'm just struggling that's absolutely what they're there to do and it's good for you ask instead of just being you know miserable by yourself and you're know, like you know, potentially just going home and missing out on you know the sunday you've done the right thing talked to them and they you know, got you got you involved in something it's just a shame that player wasn't uh because uh, it, it it can be a little bit tricky sometimes because oc i'd say 99 percent of people are really nice on field but i see especially when they're uh, when they're changelings you can find they're very like or priors they can get very aggressive or priors like really? deliberately okay. yeah because it's part of the role play and it's meant to be adversarial but mm. as a new player you've got no way of recognizing that and yeah. exactly like you found here someone could come across as a massive douche and uh they're not trying to be but they kind of are and that's the you know their angle they're taking but uh yeah that's yeah. a real shame yeah, it's a bit difficult when you come across someone that is <laughs> Playing an asshole, and all you really need is just someone to, to give you a hug and figure out the fire. <laughs> and you're like, hey man, come to this, appreciate it. Um, which is what I really, what I was really looking for. But honestly, sleeping in my car um, and just browsing through the wiki on my phone, looking for stuff I could do, saved my weekend. And I went into Sunday with such renewed vigor. Oh, really? Oh, fantastic. I got, yeah, I got such a good sleep in my car. I mean, she's only a little Ford Fiesta, but I put the seats down. I was sprawled over, like, both sections of my car. I think I got hit in the nuts by my uh, gear stick at least once or twice in the night, but um, <laughs> it was still better sleep than I would have had in the tent. Um, and, yeah, woke up renewed, ready on Sunday, ready to monster. So, yeah, it's... You, you lost monster on Sunday. Well. I uh, so I got onto the field for about twenty minutes, and um, I'd I'd had a so a non-corona cold going into the weekend. So I was I was basically teetotal for the whole thing until a little bit on Saturday night, where I had you know that, let's call it a light drinky drinky, and <laughs> I uh, yeah I've been like taking paracetamol all weekend to kind of like just dull the, the symptoms, and you know I looked fine, I was fine, but I wasn't. That bit of drinking and then another cold night. Just uh, it did something to my stomach, and uh, I got halfway through. I, okay, not halfway through. Twenty minutes into Monster, and I was like, "Keelan, yeah, I'm gonna shit myself." <laughs> and I and I, I, I ran. I just broke from the line and ran back down to PD. Um, you obviously went to the to the toilet and stayed there for twenty minutes. I was like, "Oh my goodness me!" So I I did miss about half the battle, but. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Everyone came back and they said, "Yeah, it was good. It was good." Um, they didn't tell me more than that, so please elaborate for me. Oh, uh, it was my best experience of the weekend by far. It was so much fun. Um, so we were basically, uh, I got put into a marcher, archer block. Uh huh. Um, the marachers is what we ended up calling ourselves, um, and we got put behind this big palisade. 
and they couldn't shoot through it they couldn't climb over it we could shoot over it it was it was great and um their archers were so set on trying to take us out they just kept giving us more ammunition i was like thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> um and i take their arrows and i fire them into their healers and <laughs> they're like no you're gonna shoot us i'm like no i'm gonna shoot you <laughs> um but it was awesome we did like a full-on um a couple of full volleys into like the backs of you guys um not you guys into the backs of the marches and stuff yeah like the winter mark <laughs> yeah um but yeah it was awesome it was such such a good day um i landed some just incredible shots i was like yes I'm a good shot. <laughs> um, so that was really fun. Like my, my, my couple of years of archery in the garden coming up to this it definitely paid off. So nice. And did you wear a mask, or did you go as was it Yagera, who were the human kind of thralls? Yeah. So no. So we were the we were the like other marcher family. Like oh, the red. Oh, I, yeah. I've forgotten. Yeah, I've forgotten their name. But we got to just shout farmery stuff to them. Oh yeah, come here! It was, <laughs> it was really good fun. Got to channel my inner Suffolk. <laughs> so that was that was good. Uh, there were a few times like people would break through. They got so frustrated with us archers. There was a few times they break through the lines to try and get to us, and then they'd get cut off, and we'd just run away, and they'd be like, "Wait, I'm in full plate armor. Stop running away! <laughs> um, <laughs> stop running! I'm so tired." <laughs> yeah, and then they just like I remember this guy sprinted after us. I was like, "Damn, he's moving pretty quick!" Um, and he actually caught a couple of our slower moving archers. I was like, "Damn, kudos to you, dude!" Um, and then he started running after me, and I just kept running back and then stopping. And then he was like, ah, ah, and then he just hands on his knees, um, and then someone just came running and stabbed him. And I was like, Oof. <laughs> <laughs> bad way to go, friend. Bad way to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just went out with no armor. I was like, I don't need armor. I'm not going to get hit. There was one moment I was, uh, I was bragging to one of the archers. We had these little platforms we could stand on, and I was like, go on, have a shot. You won't hit me. Have a shot. And uh, I'm aware my accent is god awful, <laughs> um, but I stood T-posed on this on this platform, and he fired an arrow and it went straight through my legs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Nice, all right." <laughs> Lady Luck business today. So that was that was quite cool. Um, I think I then shot someone with that arrow, so that was even better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I must have killed like 30, 40 people in that battle, or at least got like 30, 40 downs with all the arrows I've been getting off me. Hit me with that. So nice. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, I yeah. went to the front lines and I had like a. I got an orc in front of me and I said, Oh, cover me as I move up. And I drew my bow and I said, I would move. And he jumped out of the way and I shot like a, a knight or someone in heavy armor in the leg. Uh -huh. um, and he must have decided that it was his time to die because rather than <laughs> getting healed, he fell head first into this line of orcs <laughs> just got stabbed to death and it was it was great it was so funny um and then like two or three people turned around and were like, oh great shot so yeah it was just awesome monstering on sunday was absolutely awesome the atmosphere was amazing the people were great uh it was just it was just so much fun oh, mo yeah monstering i've had some of my best luck fighting experiences as a as a monster rather than as my hero because you can, yeah. it's it's not a joke. Don't get me wrong, but it is a little less serious because you're not worried about your character dying. So yeah. you get to pull off those ridiculous ten on one charges or those crazy moves, or you know, you, know, you get to act out a really cool death. You know, if you get downed, like that that night you hit, it sounds like he was. People in laugh in general are so good at taking their hits 
and having like yeah. a dramatic death it, it's so much fun just to see it yeah he must have he must have like wanted this to be his last battle because he could have just fallen for fallen behind and had the order behind the line he was like no no yeah <laughs> so uh, i mean that made my experience awesome and i think that's something i'd want to do more if i wasn't an archer i would have been well off to die and just missed out the archers but they weren't respawning the archers so if we died we were just gone yeah he'd, um, he'd come back as like a like an orc or a gara trooper yeah exactly and all i had was like a small sword on me so i was like no i want to I want to stay as an archer as long as possible, <laughs> uh, much to the bane of uh, many mages and healers. So that was cool. Nice, uh, nice. Yeah, Sunday was just such a fun day. Such a fun day. And um, do you know? Um, so if you know, hopefully your next event, you know, like you know, the Saturday afternoon sounds really like shitty. We're trying to get involved in stuff. Um, what you can always do if there's like a real downtime, and I, I don't imagine it will happen again now that like the first event's gone. But what you can do is go to the God Tent and actually volunteer to crew, just for a couple battles, just yeah. for skirmishes. I've done that before, and I've been a, I've actually been a husk when the, uh, when the Imperial Orcs came through, and they they really struggled because the, you know the hu- you know, humans have souls in Empire, and the the big thing with the Lawn is that we know the human soul is still trapped inside, so you know killing them is kind of releasing them, but for the Orcs it it works a bit differently in their howling abyss. I'm not sure, quite sure how, and they were really, really scared of dying in the miasma, like utterly terrified, and they weren't, they weren't executing us. So at one point, I'm, I just, uh, you know, I was a generic Dornish zombie with a tabard and a shield and sword, fell over, and then one orc came up to me and like, I'm not sure it's dead. And at that point, I got to open my eyes and go, glare, <laughs> and just, <laughs> and then just suddenly, you know, do like a ultra quick sit up and just slash at them, and they, you know, they sort of jump back. You know, they obviously, they panel beat me back to the floor, and I died properly. But uh, yeah, like that's so cool. Though. Yeah, and that was just rat, just being around. It was in the pouring rain. It was actually, yeah, this it was in the apocalypse. It actually led to why I was so, uh, I basically got soaked through because I was rolling around on the floor in puddles like a pig. But uh, yeah. uh, it was fun doing it. And you know, it's pouring rain. There's smoke everywhere. It's almost impossible to see. And there's us, lot of the zombies, and our little clank staggering out of the forest. And there's all these orcs are really all the imperial orcs. It's it's one of the few times I've seen them afraid because usually they're so bombastic and confident on the field. It was a yeah. uh, such a cool experience. Oh wow! Yeah. How cool! Yeah, yeah. and then I mean, Sunday was just a short day. Yeah. So yeah. So you had the the final battle. Of the weekend, like the final major one on the Sunday. Um, did you get up to anything afterwards? Yeah, so I'd kind of given up on High Guard at this point. Right? I was like, yeah. I'm not going to spend any more time trying to push my way into community that I'm not doing. So I went into Dawn, which, because I heard that uh, the marchers at some point while they were on the battle were going to take a picnic on the Dawn's glory spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, which apparently didn't happen, but I wanted to go over there and see. And then I, I saw a couple of people that I'd met. Um, one really really nice um, lady from Highguard who was quite sensitive she'd be really welcoming and on like the battle on Saturday I, she clinged to me quite a lot and, um, she had like an emotional thing it was someone that she had died and she was like keep me alive protect me and I was like yeah okay cool um, so she invited me to come join them for a drink at one of the in player taverns um, and there were a couple of sea wolves there so that was really cool got to speak to them a little bit and then a Dornish noble came up and tried to hire them, but they were too busy. Because he was like, I'm one of the few Dornish nobles with corn. There's a test of ardor about to take place. 
um, allow me to, uh, you know, basically hire them to stop this person from professing his true love. Just, I don't know why, just for his own amusement. Um, <laughs> and they were like, oh, we're too busy. And then he turns to me and he's like, how about you, Archer? And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, so for, I think it was like, I sent it originally three crowns. Um, Not bad. Decent merch. Then it, it, yeah, it gave me two in the end. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll take two. I mean, I know where you're rich, you cheapskate. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, for two crowns, I basically got involved in this test of art, which is the last thing of the day, where he said, so someone's going to come through and they've got a goblet, and they're not allowed to spill any wine from this goblet. And oh, yeah, I've heard about this. Yep, they yep. have to get it to their true love, which is in the middle of the glory square. Now, you're not allowed in the glory square because you're not Dornish, but you can stand outside, and if you... I want to try and shoot the person with the uh, with the cup, or shoot the cup out of their hand. I said, shoot the cup out of their hand. I'm not Legolas, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'll try. <laughs> but in my, in, I was like, yeah, I can do that easy. Uh, in my head, I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? I'm not a fucking idiot. Um, no, but you said yes, which is the most important answer to any exactly, question. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so waiting around a little bit, and he was bragging to a lot of glorious people about how he's hired this archer and. I think he called me an assassin a bunch of times because my character <laughs> does look like the traditional like, hey, give me five pounds, I'll go stab your ex-wife. Um, <laughs> Is that a thing? I've never... <laughs> I, I hope not. <laughs> Probably not. Um, definitely not my line of, line of employment. Uh, but yeah, I looked I looked significantly edgy enough for him to say, yes, uh, I've hired this assassin. Um and so I was like, fuck it, you can call me an assassin and look as edgy as possible. So I put the hood up, put the mask on over the nose, on the nose. Like, yeah. Like, uh, looked as edgy as, as it possibly could be. So I expected, like, maybe, like, a three or four guards around him and that I might struggle to get shot in. But if I can if I can kind of, like, sneak around and put them to an unexpected angle, I might be able to hit him. Um, but, oh, no, 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 no. This was the last event of the Sunday, and everyone had decided they were taking part. <laughs> so it must have been about 300 people Gosh. pushing through into this into here. And we had like this huge icy brawl. Sorry, these things are getting... <coughs> Bless you. Um, thank you. So, yeah, and I shot a few people, shot a couple of people in the leg. That was quite good fun. Um, and he was just kind of like directing me where to shoot. I was like, I've got three arrows left. Where do you want me? Uh, he was like, hit him. And so yeah, I shot it. I shot this dude, and he was like, and and now him. And, <laughs> and so that was really quite fun, just shooting what I was told, um, displaying a decent level of proficiency, um, and getting paid for it. And then eventually he got, he managed to break through. He did this big Dornish speech, and then was allowed to go and profess his true love. But I was like, no, Edgy Assassin, I'm leaving halfway through. So then he turns around, like, no longer there. <laughs> um, and yeah, then I just went back, packed up, sorted all my stuff out. And yeah, I got, got ready and went home. But it was, all in all, one of the greatest weekends I've ever had. So much fun. Sunday saved it. Saturday was a bit miserable, but Sunday was just incredible. And it absolutely nailed my weekend. So Awesome. Definitely stuff I'll do d differently for the next event, for sure. Mm. Yeah, so you're definitely, definitely coming back for E2. Yes, I've got a character planned out. I'm doing a totally new character, so I was, I was gone. Totally different one now. Um, yeah, what and... happened? Uh, sorry, I'm uh, sorry to interrupt, but what's going to happen to Ira in the background? Does Ira die on a battlefield between the summits, or uh... no? So Ira, so I was planning to transition him into the league, but then I just decided, no, I'm just going to do a new character. 
instead because I wanted a more leadish name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Ira has actually gone in search of his sister, um, who is basically his whole family was separated during the this Jotun invasion of his homeland when he was younger. Uh, no, Druj. Druj invaded. Um, yeah. And so he hasn't seen his sister for you know over a decade, so he's been trying to get back. And that that's what he's going to be doing. And maybe at some point I'll bring him back. Um, I know that I won't be able to bring him back ish as a because uh, when your character's gone, it's gone when you retire it by Correct, empire. yeah. But um, I might just figure something out now. Because um, I'd like to continue a story at some point. But um, I think I'd, I'd like to give a totally different archetype a go first. <laughs> so, new character is League. He's a Montebank. He's a Jester. He does like street magic. Um, very colourful. Very kind of a bit flirtatious. Speaks to everyone. Should be fun. Nice. And um, have you got a full leagueish name yet? Are you still still working on it? I do. Uh, Alviado Inizio de Saros. Lovely. Um, <laughs> just yeah, to feel good, I mean... just rolling it off the tongue. Well, not quite rolling off the tongue, but uh, it will do after a, a bit more practice. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to, I need a few more sessions practicing in the mirror. Um, but yeah, getting there. I, I don't speak any like Italian or Spanish, <laughs> so uh, trying to put a slight like twinge on to make it sound a little more natural. Be quite interesting. But, yeah, yeah every... still an archer, uh, but I'm going into the magic game a little bit this time. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, I was, was going to say every time a, a league person has told me their name, my, my eyes are kind of widened a bit, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> but it's a, it's a great, you know, OC. It's great, but I see like, ah, okay, I'm going to call you Daz. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, his nickname is just going to be Arby. Right? Yeah. So, you know, super easy one for anyone to remember. Yeah, that's awesome. I I, I think uh, I've I've been in Navarre since I started because I'm an well not an idiot. No, it's a lot of fun. But I feel like uh, definitely up for changing nation. Two of those nations is either Varushka or or League. But oh, uh, if you ever come to the league, we'll have to think of an icy reason for us to know one another. Yeah, just just traveling Bravo. Like ah, Bellizio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so much fun. Uh, I've already started networking with people before the event which is one of the if you're a new player listening to this that's one of the biggest things i'd recommend doing it's like find some connections before you go especially if you can go on your own yeah how, how did you find them did you just go on facebook or on the uh, groups yeah i'm part of a discord uh on facebook as well um i've just been asking if people would do some icing my way so i've done a few and then i'm also because the second event actually falls on my birthday i've roped two of my friends into it oh lush so, I've been like, hey, we're going to Bath for your birthday. Like, oh, that's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but they're really getting into it. And we've got one of them's a medieval reenactor, so he's got like a full set of plate armor. Oh, lovely! Um, which has been sick. <laughs> so yeah, super excited for all of that. Um, yeah, just really counting down the days now. It's exactly pretty much a month month away today. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be on the ninth of ninth to the twelfth, I believe. Yeah. So this time next month. Hopefully we'll see each other again. You know, I'll have a bit more colour on me this time. Yeah, definitely. The uh, yeah, league costumes are, mwah. <laughs> they are. Um, yeah, like some of the. I think the brass coast and the league have some of the most striking costumes on the field. 
Oh, 100%. Yeah. No, I, I want to keep the feathery hat. Yeah. yeah. Feathers I have is just the better I do. Yeah, and a, and a cod piece as well. It's mandatory. <laughs> the ridiculous one. And, and the masks as well. Oh, yeah, I've got a really nice mask too. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm quite excited to show off, show off all these guys when I see them. Nice. Awesome. So, like the way I, I always end these things is um, there's kind of like the four main things. It's just a score, at least score out of 10. There's almost zero criteria apart from what you feel. Uh, there's the combat, the RP, and then we call it the costume because it's kind of like, you know, it's, it's more like a practicality side of things. Like, you know, did you have enough armor? Uh, did your shoes stay on? Did you know, did you pick up a nice pouch that you really enjoy? That kind of thing. And then finally, overall. So, to start with, with combat, would you say it sounds like you had a really good time of it? Like an 8 out of 10? I'd honestly, yeah, I'd give it an 8, 20 or 9. The combat was awesome. Um, it was just those couple of couple of times were lacking, and I'd really like more organisation for skirmishes and stuff like that. Like someone calling the shots and really separating it into two team leaders, but that may be something that my character ends up bringing up with the general De so yeah do do it so. whenever whenever you want change empire like with 3,000 people it feels big but actually you are a big cog in a small machine you can have a huge impact mm. you can also just turn up and say i am the captain now without a hint of the meme and uh people will often <laughs> listen to you yeah yeah i might just end up doing that at some point because he's, he's very much a blagger my new character he's a, he's a silver tongued person. yeah Definitely, so yeah. Definitely turn up and say you're the captain. Be, I'd just be like, oh, I'm in charge of you guys. Field Marshal said so. And they'll be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Field Marshal's too busy to know what's going on. It's fine. Yeah. You'll probably congratulate uh, you for your uh, initiative after the uh, the battle's done. Yeah, and if the Field Marshal says anything, I'll just go up to him and just slap him. Like, no, nothing. <laughs> um, it's okay. Everything's fine. Uh, yeah, so combat, good, yep. solid, 8, 9 out of 10. Really, yeah. really good fun. But yeah, just those few things that were lacking. Yeah, definitely more organization on the monstrous side. Than yeah, there. Even though you've only got people for like twenty minutes before the battle, there's a lot of good drilling and organization. Yeah, because yeah, it's run by a company, not a bunch of nerds in the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, the the RP side. I'm guessing the score for this is not going to be that great. It's. There was a lot of potential for it that I didn't enjoy the scope. I spent way too much time trying to force myself into somewhere that I didn't wasn't working. I was just bashing my head against the same wall. Um, but the RP that I did have was good, apart from the couple of negative experiences I had. But um, the being able to be emotional over my friend dying on the battlefield was really good. The funeral was incredible. Um, all of that kind of stuff was awesome. So. I'd, I'd, I'm going to be quite generous with the RP. I'm going to give it like a 6 or 7. Oh, nice. Um, Excellent. Because the moments of RP I did have were really memorable. I felt really, really good. Brilliant. Oh, that's great. I'm glad it's like, you know, the, the one that stands out for me is that you know, negative high guard experience. But it's good that there's been enough in there to, to say it's a day. I was expecting like a 2 or a 3. Yeah, I'm just trying to focus massively on the, the positive side of it. Because although that brought me down for a day, like, there's so much more that happened that was positive i don't want to like yeah it's fair you know there's experience. yeah there's up and downs but mainly ups um the the costume side of things like i saw your costume you, you know you, you know for listeners at home it's uh he's, he's not lying it was you know jet black armor with a cloak i i think i commented on your boots as well i really like those the mm. sort of knee high riding boots were really cool like how, how did it all work out in the end did you feel warm 
comfortable, cool, uh, you know, it agile. Was, it was the perfect costume for so many things. It was amazing for fighting in. It had that kind of edgy intimidation factor I wanted. Um, although no one wanted to talk to me when she was outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> I remember like lining up outside of gods and people were like, oh, the costumes this year are so good. Like This dude just looks like he wants to murder people. And I was like, I'm actually really nice, I promise. <laughs> um, so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, costume is great. It, I was way too cold for it. When the sun dropped, the temperature plummeted, the wind came in, I needed a bigger, thicker cloak. It's just sitting myself around the fire just wasn't enough. Yeah. So, yeah, score... I'd give it like a six because the wind really kicked the crowd out of crap at me. And a large portion of the game is after sunset. A, bit, a big, big portion of the game is after sunset. Yeah. Like all Friday the... is all after sunset pretty much. You know, we've got like six, five, six hours on Saturday after sunset. So there is a lot that you need to be warm for. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, being, being cold is an incredibly quick way to, to ruin the vibe. Especially when everyone else is having fun, drinking, they're all in their nice warm cloaks, and you're like, I am miserable, I am cold, I just want to go and go to sleep. You know, you miss yeah. out on a lot of fun stuff. Yeah, I, I think my... I missed out on the festival of the day, I don't know what that meant, so it's just too cold. Yeah, uh, so it's a real shame, and like, when... One thing I did notice this time, there were not a lot of fires. Usually, there are a lot more fires on the field, like open campfires where people invite you mm. to sit. Uh, so even the one in Wintermark, there's usually a big national hearth. I didn't see that, which I was really surprised by, because uh, I've been around that thing before, and it is toasty and wonderful in the extreme. Um, and I think that is because, uh, yeah, again, not basing this on data, but hearsay, we had a, a, a relatively large event, like 2,600, not quite 3K, but decent. But about 500 veteran players didn't show up. And that's because oh, people yeah, are concerned yeah. about COVID. Some a lot of people don't turn up because of the weather at E1. Yeah. Now, for me, I'll you know I'm the kind of person who loves LARP so much I'll endure it. But some people, for them, it's you know for them this is quite a minor hobby, so they just don't turn yeah. up at E1. And then also some people have just decided to take, give LARP a break. Um, but I imagine what will happen is we go into spring in six week or five weeks time. There'll be Right about the three thousand mark, because all the veteran, you know, a, a good chunk of the veteran players will come back, and also wow, now we've, yeah, and then all of the, well, former noobs, now veterans, because now you are, you've done it once, um, <laughs> all of them will come back, like exactly like you've done, with uh, maybe a friend or two in tow, especially the solo larpers, because they're like, oh my god, this is awesome, more people, please, and uh, you uh, you bring them on, it snowballs, and I wouldn't be surprised if E two is the largest one ever. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I, I E1 was massive. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I have no, nothing to compare it to. It was giant. So many people. The battles were huge. Yeah, I'll see. I see. That's when you see the biggest gathering of players around the battlefield. When you really yeah. Scale. So you see, you see a shield wall, an actual advancing yeah. military, like just you, you know, you go to reenactment days and they're like, you've got maybe fifty guys, a hundred in armor there might be one battle at two o'clock that lasts for 20 minutes with some you know some uh blanks fired and stuff but when you're at larp you're in there for you know the, the, the battles are nearly two hours long you know you're in a you're in a shield wall you're in a squadron you're in a scout unit and you are fighting again and again and again like you you know you're exhausted you have break you need to have breaks during it 
Like it's yeah. But it's so visceral, it's so real and even though you're using foam weaponry and fake shields, you know, the armor's real, the calls are real, the the people you know, you know, your enemy staring you in the eyes is so real. It's a ah, oh, it's a wonderful experience. Yeah, I'm so excited yeah. to go back and just like have my friends have that experience as well. Yeah. So um, overall, Empire LARP E1 of 2022, uh, score out of 10? We have a 7, I think. But I think that's that, that docking of 3 points is all because of me. Like, it wasn't before. Well, maybe we got because of, like, I'm quite good at sparking. But um, I definitely could have made this event a 10. And if I'd spent a little more time just having fun with my friends, like going to Dawn and interacting with the people that I enjoyed and I met down there, Go to the league, interact, interact with those people, interact with the bar, like interacting outside of my nation more rather than like bashing my head against the same wall for like twelve hours at a time. Then it would have one hundred percent been such a better event. And so, yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven, but uh, definitely, definitely potential to be higher. Nice. So overall, I believe it's a twenty-eight out of forty, which is pretty good. I think that's just just around about seventy percent right. mark. Yeah. yeah, that's an A. <laughs> Or a, or what is it now? Is it like a yeah? It's a two one. It's an A. It's is it a three now or a four? I'm not sure what the scale is. Or is it nine that's really high and one's really low? I don't know. Well, it's probably about a seven if it's seventy percent, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Not a clue. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm so glad you enjoyed it. Like it was you know so nice just to run into you. Like one of those. Uh, it's just like what? <laughs> it it was like a film, and that wasn't even at time in. And then yeah. You know, and it was mad because we, we talked about going to LARP together. Do you remember? Yeah, like, like five or six years ago. Yeah. And I got the armor commission to go. And then we just, I think we just went separate ways in life. And I yeah, just and never it... had time for, now that I have my own car, it's so much easier. Like, um, just never had the time or the money um, to really find my way over. And then just this time decided, yeah. Really want to go to these pages. So, yeah, and so glad I ran into you. It was awesome. Awesome to see you again. Yeah, absolutely, man. Cool. Um, we're at the one hour, 25 minutes, and 54 seconds. Is oh, there any. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, LARP, LARP talks are always, uh, yeah, they're long I'm because sorry, they're fun. No, no, it's, I, I love, I've been taking some notes and I love listening to um, like people's perspective of what is fundamentally almost the same event we're at different points in the field but you go to empire and you can get lost in your own personal web of everything that's going on like there is so much going on and your actions you can feel you can see some impacts of them but then other times those impacts will have a far more uh, a far more ranging effect that you only find out about talking to other people or you see someone else's different viewpoint on the same issue, like the seawalls, for example. That's fascinating because, you know, we see them as competition, but seeing a third party go, hey, they saved our lives, it, it's really cool. It is really cool because nothing is ever black and white at, uh, at Empire. And um, yeah, I think yeah, it also reinforces my, my top tip to new players. Um, you know, LARP, LARP, uh, LARP can be very expensive if you're shelling out for a two thousand pound know, suit of armor that kind of thing but you know going for going for a few charity shops good set of hiking boots and some chums to camp in the tent with it can be i'd say equivalent to a camping weekend and especially when you can eat and drink in character and without using oc money which is quite nice 
but the biggest thing is thermal layers and having like a if you're going to drop cash on anything nice big cloak maybe get some like long johns or something to get underneath your your outfit like uh you know on amazon you can get those like thermal running kits i um i got one of those ages ago just as pajamas but also if the day is freezing cold i can put it on you can't see it under my kit and uh stops me freezing to death yeah, you're going to bring some like fleece lined leggings with you and stuff for next winter just in case it does get too cold. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool, man. All right, then. Well, dear listeners, thank you so much for sticking with us. And uh, again, there's a discount code on the on the main page if you yourself fancy coming up. ARP. And if you're also new, um, I don't know. I, I generally advise against approaching us IC. I don't know. I don't know, Ty, if you want to like off, offset that. But, uh, you know, OC, you know, it's lovely to chat to people if you do listen. And I had a couple of people say hello this time around, so please do say hello. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but um, if you want to approach me IC, just be aware that Ban is a piece of shit. And, uh, you know, I'll be friendly, don't get me wrong. Like, Ty, we'll have to, we'll have to uh, interact more next time. Uh, but I will send you on suicidal missions. <laughs> oh, I need, to be fair, my character is very, very, very network-based, so he's trying to build up like this big network of influence. So he's going to leave. He's going to need an Avari scumbag at some point, and I think Bam might be the one he goes to. Oh yeah. Did you hear about the the thing with the Fleet Master and the Grendel? No. Oh, okay. I'll leave that for another episode then. Exciting. <laughs> All right, dear listeners. Until next time, make sure that your spear is sharp, your trousers are warm, and that your cloak is 